I'm being harsh because a game like Arsenal, if we lose to Arsenal in their current form and our current form, that makes sense to me. Some may argue against this, but Arsenal didn't even deserve anything from that game, if you ask me. Um, the, the holding penalty... Very short of confidence, and I thought it would take a real rabbit out of the hat for Klopp to pull something. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you're listening, welcome to another episode of Podcast Pundits. I am your host today, Della Strada, the man of many club faces. Now, I've been absent for a while, and in my absence, Strides has been hosting. Thank you for your hosting duties where the king is back. Jeez. But, <laughs> love the king. Um, before I introduce the rest of the panel, let me just tell you guys where you can find us. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. and on um, in terms of listening to us, you can listen to us on Spotify, I, Apple, Apple, music, YouTube, SoundCloud, YouTube and SoundCloud, Amazon Music, Google and Podcasts, Rumble soon, soon. What, what is Rumble? It's a new platform. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, let me just go around and introduce everyone. Starting from my left, Jerry. What's happening, guys? Your um, favorite Liverpool fan. Here to um, maybe not deliver smoke, but here to just be happy that we've derailed the train. Short term, short term derailment. But yeah, happy to be here, and you know, you know the score. Come on, let's go. Next, Drayman. Yep, happy to be back. I was injured. Really had one of those uh, footballing injuries when you don't even play football. But uh, it's a cruciate ligament. Uh, no, nah, it was just a menis- meniscus. Meniscus. Um, but yeah, happy that I got it done. Happy that I'm back. And yeah, I'm what three third week now into recovery, three out of six. So yeah, once I'm back, I'm thinking maybe like entering that football pitch again. But hmm. no, no, no. I, I wouldn't do that just because of the pain, man. The pain that you go through with these injuries is not worth it unless you're getting paid 100k a week. So yeah, apart from that, I'm all good. Life's good. Yeah. Happy to be back. Cool. Um, before I move on to the next person, can you just tell the listeners what team you're representing? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Man United. Avid Man United fan, always. Cool. And last and final pundit. Yeah, I go by the name of Strives or Striver. I'm an Arsenal fan. Been representing. And yeah, man, I'm here. I'm here to talk, man. I'm here to talk the. I'm here to talk the stuff, man. I'm not as. Um, I'm not as jubilant as I usually am because. Yeah, man, it was a tough game. We're, we're, we're going to get into it at some point, man, so I'm not going to bore you now with the details. But I'm an Arsenal fan, guys. Happy to be here. The King is back, I guess. The King? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about you, you know. You know. Oh, okay, cool. Long, long live the King. Yeah. Um, cool. Before we we talk about the um, the the main event, which is the game that took place yesterday, obviously Liverpool entering into the game, you just lost to Man City. Then at midweek, you played Chelsea, which you drew. Um, Joe, before you just briefly, before we talk about the Arsenal game, what was your thoughts about the actual Chelsea game? Just briefly. Oof. Um, that's probably one of the worst performances I've seen from us this season. Um, Chelsea had so many chances, and luckily it was a toothless Chelsea that we're up against. So it ended up nil nil. Um, I, don't, I don't think we created any chances or anything for us to like say, well, we could have been in the game or at least to see, uh, deserve the point. So coming into the Arsenal game, very short of confidence and I thought it would take a real rabbit out of the hat for Klopp to pull something. Because I think Chelsea had the more um, 
they look the most threatening of the two. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's like Chelsea are like very close to battering someone. They just need. It's like they they, they need a striker. Mm. I suppose so. Yeah, Don't yeah, because they're, they're making chances. They're getting in front of goal quite quite a bit. I think they even had a goal disallowed with you against you guys. Is it? Was it? Was it Havertz? Um, no, no. One thing I said. Let's I'm not aware. let's not talk too much about Chelsea because Chelsea have their segment. Let's yeah, focus yeah, yeah, on yeah. Liverpool. Then move on to the. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Again, we were toothless. Um, we didn't have anything defensively. There was no shape. Matip came back in, and I think Striver says that players were being rested for the Arsenal game. I, I think personally, players deserve to get dropped. So VVD was dropped, Trent was dropped, and Robertson was dropped. Only uh, shining light was Gomez having an okay game. And he was up against Chilwell, so I don't think that's really difficult for a right-back, to be completely honest. So uh, the problem with Liverpool this season is that it's been hard to watch their games and take positives from or learn anything about them. That was a game where I just learned that we really are the shit that... The bottom of the barrel right now. But can you see why I said you were wrestling players for Arsenal? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because Gomez played decent. Like, I thought I thought he was going to start, but yeah, yeah. And then, well. cool. Um, so then, then we move on to the to the weekend. So based on what happened at City, then Chelsea, you wasn't hopeful you'll get anything or you'll get a good result in the in the um. So yeah. I, I knew again. We're still. For some reason, we're still a fortress at home. Um, I think it's Klopp's lack of ability to motivate players on the on the road. Um, but at home, so I, I was thinking, you know what? I thought Arsenal might beat us 2-1. And I was hoping we'll have a good display. But I thought the likelihood would be that Arsenal would take all three points. It would have been silly to bet against them in the form that they've been in, in the form that we've been in. So I, I didn't have high hopes for it. But at the same time, you know, when there's an animal backed in the corner, that's when they fight. So um, I knew there was a high potential of that happening. Mm-hmm. Even though, even though it was at Anfield and your record, especially against Arsenal at Anfield, is almost flawless. Well, you know, records are made to be broken, in it? So uh, if there was going to be a time that that record would be broken, based on both of our forms, I thought this would be it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, can't, can't fault you for that. So, Strives, let's come to you. So um, for you, was it, Two points lost or a point gained from the, from that game? For me, it was um yeah it was two points dropped for me. I think just for the main point that you we went two nil up in under half an hour. We were on the ascendancy. I was actually starting to like I was imagining and envisioning the third goal coming in. I've got um I'm in a group chat yeah where if you support a team and your team goes three nil down, you get a 24 hours in bin. <laughs> <laughs> so I was already like you know queuing up the voice notes getting ready asking yo make me admin so I can kick <laughs> bozos out and yeah for obviously we know how the game went well we're going to discuss how the game went for me I think at that point it can only be um, two goals dropped I know it's Anfield but if you give me two nil up in 20 or under 30 minutes against any team I'm expecting to win that game mm. what, what I'd say in response to that is um, because you've taken those goals quite early when the team technically isn't warmed up there is that risk that you need to be ready to receive that backlash yeah and I think without Saliba and with uh sorry who was in Holden Holden yeah Mm. there's always that risk of something 
going potentially wrong and that's exactly what mm. happened in my opinion yeah now two, 2 0 lead is a nervy scoreline 100% like you you that the next goal almost dictates the swing of the game yeah but for it to happen that early and the way we were playing it's not just the the, the scoreline it's just the way in which we we came out of the blocks we 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 looked like we were prepared to dominate and overwhelm um Liverpool in fact the, the Anfield the 12th player the crowd seemed like deflated almost like um like they didn't want to be there after a while you know until we had that you know the, the checker moment so it, I just thought that okay like I expected it to be a tough game I've, I've been on record saying that I'm not looking forward to the game at Anfield but I was quietly con- I've, maybe not even quietly I, w- I was confident definitely not quietly. yeah I was, I was overtly confident that we should like you know, overturn our omens at Anfield and it looked like we were, we were going to do it. It has to mm-hmm. be two points dropped. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was expecting coming in here to give a guard of honour to, mm-hmm. um, to Strauss, uh, expecting oh, to lose. But, um, so you, you asked him if it's two points dropped. I thought that initially and somebody else asked me that today and I said that as well. But if you look at the grand scheme of the goal and you look at the game holistically, I think it's actually two points dropped for Liverpool. Mm, it's a point game for Arsenal. But do you think it's too... It was definitely a game of two halves. So based on that, exactly, I think yeah. a, a, a draw is a fair result. I think so. But if you look... But based at, on chances, so yeah, Liverpool exactly. should have won. So the XG, I think Salah had the highest XG in the Premier League ever. Mm-hmm. So nobody's had a higher XG than what he had in the Premier League. Do, do you think Salah played particularly well? Or? I, I, I He did in the second half. Mm-hmm. If you take away the penalty miss, because for me, that's a more automatic points drops. It drops your rating if you miss a penalty. Yeah. But I think he started uh, taking on Zinchenko more. And, um, and Zinchenko wasn't there. He just he was always just caught lacking. Yeah, so so what he, he'll go past Zinchenko, kind of cut him out of the game. And then, um, sorry, what's your other? Saliba. No. I mean, um, Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, so he'll, he'll start. He, but in the first half, he wasn't going at Gabriel at all. And Gabriel was kind of just marshalling them, weights him off the ball easy. But then he started doing it in the second half. So I don't think he played badly, but it wasn't a vintage Salah performance by any means. If he scored the penalty, it would have been though, right? 100%. I mm. think it, that, that would have been the icing on the cake that he yeah. needed. But I also think if we scored a penalty, we wouldn't have had the same intensity to go on and win the game. I think he would. Because the penalty, when was that in, in the game? I think it was like maybe about 60, 50. Yeah, I think yeah, if, I, he, if he had scored that penalty, yeah, it would have been 2-2, two, two, right? Yeah. yeah, I think, I think he was getting rattled. into the rhythm. Yeah. You, you have to bear in mind though, like, again, with Liverpool, we, so if you, one thing is that every time we dominated the ball and had a good chance, Arsenal were there on the counter-attack. So it's only like through kind of, I think Arsenal's poor ball management and Konati's brilliance. Yeah, I was we going to say, our counter-attacks weren't... Our counter-attacks weren't... But they like, should have been. They should have been, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they, they were... They, they, obviously, it had purpose, but it wasn't executed to the standard that you would expect for, of, of, of Arsenal, especially this season. The way season. you've been playing. I, th- I yeah. think because it was 2-1. If it was 2-2 and you don't had those counter-attacking opportunities, I think you potentially may have had more impetus to score. And I think because it was 2-1... Sometimes you can rest on your laurels when you're winning. You can't do that at Anfield. With yeah. inexperience and sometimes you do that even though you don't want to. It's yeah. just psychology of football. For me, I think like I I, I, st- I stand by two points drop just purely for the context and, and the way that we two nil up. It, two nil up. It's hard to do. However, however, some may argue against this, but 
Arsenal didn't even deserve anything from that game, if you ask me. Um, the, the holding penalty, I thought it was um, soft, but it was a penalty. Mm-hmm. You can't think that's soft. I thought, I thought it was a bit soft. It was soft, but it's a penalty. Yeah, yeah like, holding was Jesus naive. Penalty last, in the last return fixture, where um, Jesus had the ball and... Yeah, that was soft as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I'm not yeah. saying it wasn't a penalty. I thought it was soft. So it was like it was one of those like uh, uh, punches to the gut, like, like sucker punch. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Like, and holding of all people. Like, it's always you, like... You, you're the one that we're a bit worried about. You've been playing well, but it's like, oh. he's eager to put impress in big games, mm. but he doesn't get much game time. Yeah, that's right. And then, and then Salah should be scoring that, but he misses. He, he misses. So imagine you score that, and then um, we, we've done our defensive changes. We've we've got three centre backs on, and then we're getting beaten by a header. Like I didn't, I, I didn't get how you can see to a header when you've actually converted your. T- we're losing the possession anyway. Mm. So I think what Arteta's probably thought is like, you know what, guys, you guys aren't playing a possession game today. So I may as well strengthen you and, you know, like arm you with the tools to do what you're already doing. You seem to want to be playing a defensive game. I think I, um, I, think I would have brought in Tierney um, earlier than he did um, because I think Zinchenko is redundant when you're not playing a possession-based game. But the game. thing is, I think it's unfortunate, but I think the substitution for Zinchenko was about to be made just before our... Liverpool scored. I, I I note that, but that's still ten minutes too late in my opinion because Zinchenko wasn't doing anything and he wasn't being able to impact the game um, forward because we never had the ball mm. and he he wasn't like um, competent or as competent as you would like in a in a game of that manner defensively. Mm-hmm. So it was just calling for somebody who is just a bit better better suited for the way that game was going and. It made me wonder, like, what's what's Tierney done? Like, has he slept with Arteta's cousin? Has, is, is, is there something that we don't no, know? He was trying to shoot a better player. Tierney's still holding Megs, bro. Bro, he's still holding Megs, bro. Because he did, he, he, uh, nobody expected it from Trent. Trent no, no, yeah, but that defending, like from Zichenko, that that defending was poor. It was, it was, that it was, was way too easy. Once upon mm. a time, Tierney was arguably the the second best left in back Europe, in the I don't think anyone else has has kind of signed that off other than you. No, I mean, um, our fellow friend, Newcastle fan, Shegan, he actually brought that okay. to the table. Fair enough. Um, but, sorry, but yeah. sorry, just what you were saying, because again, it's hard to argue with the 2-0, but, and, and you lot dropping two points, but what I will say is the two goals that you guys scored, they weren't brilliant goals. The sec- were, I think were, the second one was. I don't think it was because, um, again, obviously Gabriel Jesus, he always does this. Yeah, and where it's he just more the ball up. from Martinelli. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was. It was literally. It was textbook. But, in, but if you look at the defending there, the defending was horrible because there's two defenders in the box and one striker. Yeah, none of sh- them should be are touch that. tight with him. None of them know where Jesus is. Yeah, but Virgil. If you see the ball on the right hand side and you know the cross is coming in. You should be thinking, who am I with? What am I doing here? Yeah. Well, yeah I, I agree. Why, why am I zonal marking when the ball's likely not to come into that area? But that, and then why is Jesus going to be on Robertson when you know that he's not as a competent header of the ball as you are? As you are so yeah. I think that for me, that that's what takes away from that goal. And then the first goal as well, like obviously it's, it's great attacking play from Martinelli, but that shouldn't be a goal. Every, anyone whose team concedes that is going to be fuming with your defence and I think that goes for both goals it, it was a bit unfortunate on, on Liverpool's side in a sense I think obviously Saka's um, dri- driven forward he's played the ball into Odegaard who's tried to um, play a pass in straight to, um, for Martinelli it's kind of come off of, um, VVD mm. I, think, I think there's a bit of misfortune there and then Martinelli was just sharper to it like Robertson couldn't get to him and yeah, yeah. I hate that, that sharpness is yeah. what is kind of inexpressible or even that 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 deflection off of VVD uh, a player in good form that's not happening 
But that's it, not happening to a VVD two years ago. I get you. But that, that feeds to my point that we should have killed you off. Like, because you yeah, guys yeah. were all over the place. Rabbit in the headlights. Yeah, like so no, we, like, we should have killed you. That's why I, I take the stance of two points dropped. But then okay. I can I can obviously, if I take off maybe my, my red tinted shades and I look at the game like holistically, so to speak, I'm like, well, we got lucky in the sense that Salah's missed a penalty. Um, Brilliant saves from Rams. Yeah, mm. Kanate, yeah, a, a dope save from Ramsdale. Exactly. Um, because that even I think that deflected off Gabriel as well yeah. and that was I think that was Salah again and then you've got um, Kanate that froze almost when the balls hit him yeah I don't know how that they go in man yeah, no, go so in. I think um, as a defender <laughs> I think your first instinct is to go and head of that ball once he's got close to it he's realised I can't get that the low to it yeah, yeah. and it's too of much of an awkward angle for me to readjust to my body in. and kick it in so you just throw your body at it yeah. and he just mm. didn't have enough wasn't able to generate enough power in it, man. But, so. but then the counter attack that came literally off the off back that, of that. Yeah, that was crazy. And I think that was the heart in mouth moment because it's just like, oh my day, I'm screaming at the TV. What now. was it? Three v one. Yeah, yeah. I think Martinelli should have drove on a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. think so? Three v one. But he's football in IQ, yeah. And this is mad harsh considering he scored and he assisted a goal. But it's like. Bro, like it's three v one. You can he he drives at the wrong times. First off, he, I saw him try to drive from you know, yeah. Liverpool's penalty yeah, box yeah. and got dispossessed. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, and <laughs> no, then, that was a good tackle as well. I remember who is it? I can't remember who it was, but it's just on the edge of the box. But and then and then he's in that moment now. In my opinion, that after the pass that he picked up for Jesus, I'm expecting him to put it on the plate. Yeah. He doesn't need to play it forward for Saka. Just even into feet. Just give so Saka can. Um, Saka can I don't know just get control of the ball round the keeper because everybody knows you've been they play the game we just watch it Edison Allison, you know they are coming off their line they're sweeper keepers mm. there's no way Allison is giving you that time you should know that so in my in my mind that should be free too so that's a, that's another reason why it hit me as two mm. points dropped I do mm. appreciate that we yeah, were lucky yeah. to not to even come away with a point and I'm happy to ha- come away with a point rather than nothing but it has to land as two points dropped. And also the criticism of Martinelli that I've heard from Arsenal fans is that this guy can't dribble with his head up. <laughs> his head is down when he's dribbling. So yeah, that will heard, prob- heard, yeah. he's probably the wrong person to burst out mm. on the counter. No, Unless no, he's it, going into yeah. goal on his own. He should have... I think he should have gone on yeah, his own. Yeah, because it was 3v1. If you keep on driving, 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 the defender eventually has to come out. Yeah. Exactly. Once it eventually comes out, then it, it's fine line because you need to make sure you pass before it's offside. You also but, need to be looking up, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he so, looked up, but that yeah. pass was like... The, the was, look up is probably what threw him off balance. Yeah. Mm. But um, there's a few things you mentioned, Jerry. Um, you said the Arsenal game, Arsenal goal, the second goal was fortunate, or what did you say? The no, second goal was the poor defending of Virgil Yeah, poor defending. But I think it can be poor defending, or we can say it's good movement from Gabriel to find space between two defenders and a good ball from... Martinelli great to find yeah, that yeah. one player in the box. I can mm. concede that because again, um, Jesus always manages to peel off on the back post and get space and mm. do a good quality goal. So I can concede that. Yeah. But again, it, it, I think a VVD two years ago is at least knowing where he is. Mm-hmm. He had absolutely no idea. Yeah. Sometimes you know where the player is and you're completely beat. You put your hands up in the air. Yeah, but v- I, I don't think yeah, he had yeah, any yeah, idea. Yeah, VVD had, had a stinker in yeah, the first yeah. half an hour. I think there was a bit where Gabriel, no, Jesus, bro, just beat left him, him on, 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 no, on the wings. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Tried to get oh, him. Oh, and then he kicked him. But, and you never see, <laughs> VVD don't really do um, cynical <laughs> that, fouls yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. true. That. So that's when I saw like um, yeah. the, mm. the, um, the supernova, bro, like explosion of a star, bro. I think <laughs> it, it, I don't know if he's done. I'd like to give him another season as well, but. 
um, it's, it's looking bleak. It's looking I, I very bleak for him. But one thing I would say is that you guys went two goals down and obviously Arsenal could have scored more as well. Mm. But you weathered it and then you got back 2-1 and then you got 2-2 no, no, mm. I think I think Trent needs to get a, a lot of plaudits for his no that's what I'm saying though in terms of like he, he's always been I feel Joey's always been a bit harsh on Liverpool but I think on this instance who you're playing you're playing Arsenal you're 2-0 down mm. you could lose your head yeah. do, do, do you know, know what I mean real quick do, do you know I'm harsh because I rated Liverpool because Liverpool weren't going to beat Arsenal in a football game let's just cut the crap like Arsenal was going to we were out playing Liverpool and they thought you know what if we can't beat, we're going to have to do what Newcastle did. We're going to have to um, roughhouse them. Mm. And they did it perfectly. Mm. And it worked. And you, roughhouse, you think we roughhouse do? Bro, like, you, you could start getting, yeah. I think that's how you... Trying got, to get under the skin. Yeah, and I, and I think you I think you succeeded. I, I don't think they intentionally roughhouse. You know, like, for example, the yellow card from Fabinho, that's just his thing. Yeah. And he plays quite aggressive. I think VVD was probably the only standout foul, cynical foul that I can kind of think of. But sorry, just just to address what you were saying, hmm. uh, Dre, I, I don't think um, I'm being harsh because a game like Arsenal, if we lose to Arsenal in their current form and our current form, that makes sense to me. But hmm. in the other games where we should be with Bournemouth, yeah. like Salah missing penalties hmm. that we should be winning, those are the games. No, that I'm that saying it, it could have been a lot worse from from anyone seeing it. Two 0 It's not I even. Think, it's it, not even thirty minutes. You know, I think it should have been a lot worse, and I, I would have forgiven them if it was worse. Because if you're playing the way you're playing against other teams and you're doing okay, but it's like when you come to these the top six teams, you don't want to pull a performance out of the bag, but you're not doing your basics, mm, and yeah. you don't do well in the Premier League by playing against the top six and then mm. being shit against the rest of the league. So that's why I'm I'm being harsh on them because it's, they've just been inconsistent the whole season. Okay. Yeah. And you can't really build off, off of that or learn anything about your team if there's no consistency. Yeah, I mm. think for Liverpool, they're definitely like two different teams, home and away. Yeah. Because home, I think there is the um, the results. I think they've, you've won nine, yeah. drawn four and only lost one to Leeds. Yeah. So at home, you're like, it's a fortress. It's calm. So for Arsenal to come, I know, I know it's going up 2-0 then ending the game with, with with a draw. It is hard, but understanding that Liverpool is a fortress. It yeah. doesn't matter how, how badly they've been performing. Definitely. They haven't, they've only lost one game. Yeah, remember what mm. you said um, no, no, at the beginning I'm, of the I'm, season, you like, we can't, you said, forget about um, Anfield. It's not a no, place to fear no, no more. That's what I said. I agree with it. I think it's, um, I, I, I think from the beginning of the season, I wasn't fearful for Arsenal to go there and get a result. Mm. But based on how the game went, it's one of them things that, okay, cool. We'll take a draw. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying like, Arsenal should have won yeah. based on the fact they were two 0 up. Mm. But based on how the game then went and Liverpool having the chance that they had, yeah, a draw is a fair thing. Yeah, you can mm. you, you you take that, and obviously you, you've seen what they've done to other teams at Anfield. You know what I mean? So you know Anfield isn't a joke, but just things like I, I'm I don't know if we we ain't touched on it, but Shaka. I don't I didn't actually blame Shaka, but after having a sleep on it, I'm, I used to, I do think that Shaka probably could have played played that situation differently. The one that with Trent, that, mm. that in my opinion, woke the 12th man up. I, th- I think um, in what I'll say on that is, I don't think Shaka was at fault. I don't think it should have got a yellow, but I think when Trent um, basically pushed, uh, ran up to him, pushed mm. him, elbowed him in his back, yeah. he should have went down. Yeah, yeah. He should have went is, down and played up for it. But the thing is, which is interesting point because, and I, I was thinking about the exact same thing. Because yeah. what Shaka did wasn't, wasn't bad. Yeah. I think Trent overreacted. Exactly. But then if, when Trent did what he's thinking and elbowed Xhaka and Xhaka fell to the floor, 
the ref may not have even seen it and the game would have carried on because there was even one time when when Jacker he felt like he, he got he felt like he got fouled to yeah. begin with that's why he went in hard on oh that's why he went in hard on um Trent yeah but even that he went he went hard and he carried on running it was Trent that overreacted mm. and then when Trent came towards him and like yo what's he meant to do just carry on walking away it was, it was a bit it was, I, 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 have, I get what you mean yes. but my thing is if you are going to try and do anything mm. at least try and play to the ref because yeah. oh and then even if it doesn't work you, you look at Trent you give him a little wink and be yeah. like I'm in your head now son you know what I mean but what you Bro. do is you go up to him you do your heads you, you, you square up to him and now you've riled up the whole the crowd is, and let the crowd do yeah. Even, yeah. If you, even if you watch that incident it happened yeah. so quickly that all Xhaka did, Trent was the one that elbowed him. Yeah. yeah. Then Trent went towards him. Before before you know, everyone's now surrounded everyone and pulled Xhaka mm. away. Yeah, no. I, I, and then he got booked. At the time, I was like, no, nah, Trent's a dickhead for that. And I thought Trent was a dickhead, but he's a genius as well because you know doing he's that, an evil genius as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought to myself, and that kind of turned his game. All of a sudden, he's gone from having a minus two performance mm. to he had a, a dope game. But when I've slept on it now, I'm thinking, Xhaka, like... You're more experienced than this. Like you, you could in the moment you could have reacted differently, especially where you are. You're at Anfield. Like just keep, and you know what? I felt uh, the commentators picked up on it. Anytime mm. Liverpool was getting some momentum, one yeah, of Arsenal yeah, slow yeah, it down, go down, slow down. So I'm like, you, you've obviously yeah. been briefed. Go down, mm. go down. And I think that moment there, it's fine margins, man. Like I'm mm. not blaming Shaka for it, but it's just. Don't you feel feel that's more Newcastle esque than what you said we were doing in Rough Hazard? <laughs> you lost that guy down for everything. Uh, uh, yes and no. You think that's a beautiful part of the game, or do you feel like I, 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 you know what? I just thought it was it's because, a necessary evil. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because I felt like we were still playing good football, but mm. then we were like, it's like, oh guys, you're playing dope and you're doing this. Yeah, you, know, you lot are taking a piss. It's really deflating you. So it was a necessary evil, like the Strider just said. Because I don't think Klopp, I can't recall Klopp ever kind of like having that in thing. And I think that's his naivety. Or as in like time wasting and all of that kind of stuff, man. I, I'm sure Liverpool's only in like big games. I don't recall. I don't recall. naive. Yeah, like a concerted effort. So that's yeah. why I think uh, I respect that kind of dirty edge. Like I don't think Klopp's got that dirty edge, but I think he has it in terms of his interviews and mm. the sly comments and complaining about shit that doesn't have, really have a bearing in the game. But yeah. um, I, I, again, as a football fan, take off my Liverpool hat. It was a good game to watch, man. And I enjoy mm. seeing Arteta's progress as a manager yeah what do you, what do you, what do you think this um, means for Arsenal in terms of our running do you think that like I said if we beat um, Liverpool at Anfield we've won the league I, I was firmly in that place I think now um, I'm less confident but I still will be FaceTiming you guys from the parade you didn't lose that's it that's no, the most did, important yeah. thing. but I know we didn't lose but it feels that way because now if we won that game we could have probably afford to draw against yeah. City draw against Newcastle and even draw against Chelsea question. and still more Brighton than Chelsea I um, think. yeah well Brighton I, yeah. I expect you lot to take everything from, from uh, me too even yeah. the, the padding out of the changing room bro to you Shrive going into that game would you have taken a draw uh, yes, yeah. worst case scenario. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If I'm, so if I'm pushed to it, it yeah. wasn't. So what Arsenal need to do navigate, and I think Arsenal learned from last season, whereby against Spurs they didn't have to win; they yeah. just had to just not lose. Yeah, Newcastle not lose, yeah. and they lost both. Yeah. So now for Liverpool, cool, you got a draw. You're playing Newcastle at home. I mean, away. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. Just don't lose. Yeah. Well, when you when you play City again, 
Just don't lose. But then is that enough? No, no, it may not be enough. But at the same time, those are the biggest games that Newcastle, uh, Liverpool and Arsenal have. Yeah, but that's why one of those games need to be won. Yeah, one of those games have to be won. And and you hope it's ideally the the, um, the Man City game. Yeah, the the, the Man City game is the cup final. When it's in your hands, the minimum you can do is not lose. When it's in your hands. Obviously, you're hoping for a win. Yeah. But like Sam said, just don't lose, man. Yeah, I mean, because we can afford to draw against City and then um, and win every other game. But do you, do you think that's likely? Mm. Sorry, uh, who you, you said you're less confident. Do you still think Arsenal are going to win the league? Yeah, because I think I, I expect us to like if we beat West Ham and Southampton, we're not going to cry over this um, result too tough because mm. then we just wait for City to get through their fixture pile up and then we play mm. our cup final against them. And Arsenal, actually, in my opinion, we do good in cup finals. So, yeah. And yeah. Um, Della, do you think Man City, Andrea as well, do you think Man City are able to win the rest of their games or because like obviously like against Leicester you'd expect them to beat but Leicester sometimes they struggle against Mm. historically I think last time I remember Ricardo scoring a screamer against them and winning or Damari Gray I think even so they they do have a history of dropping points at Leicester Um, they've still got Chelsea to play as well they've still got Chelsea again I don't count Chelsea as anything do they have to play Brighton I feel like yeah Arsenal have to. I'm not. I don't think, no, Man City don't have to. Man City have got an easy run. They got Brentford at the end last game of the season. I don't. Yeah, think by, the, by that game, it may. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. That's yeah I think you not got Wolves end of the season. That could be something. But I think at that point, the season will probably be decided. Yeah. And and they've got a superior goal difference, right? Five five. Yeah. 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 What, do you, what do you think? I think. City can go unbeaten yeah. just based on what they've been doing the last couple of games. Oh, this season? Yeah, yeah it seems yeah. like Pep purposely rested De Bruyne for this running because he, he seems on it. Grealish is on it. Haaland's always been on it. So I think they can go unbeaten. It's just, you just hope that the games in between like Champions League and things like that That's the only slows thing I them said down. Then, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think, I think it'd be the same thing, but I, I've said it before, it's Arsenal's to lose. Still? It's, yeah, still Arsenal's to lose. Okay. Um, quickly, just before we move on, just want to ask you a question, Joe. Just regarding Trent playing in midfield, how do you think that was yesterday? That experiment. Um, I, I still don't take anything to learn from that game, man. Because I, I feel like it's a, it was a, um, a reaction rather than I want you to play here. Mm-hmm. So um, until he starts there in a comfortable game and has a good performance. I don't think it's, it, to me it's the same as when he played there for England but do you think he can play there? I think he can play yeah. anywhere on the pitch yeah. bro. Like, and I think the less defensive responsibility he has the better for him but again in the same way that Zinchenko is used for Arsenal or Zinchenko was used at Man City if you've got possession and Liverpool can magically go back to how they were playing before where they do keep the ball mm-hmm. and they do turn over possession quickly then him staying at right back is like he's recorded so many assists and goals from there like why, why would you change that yeah I agree um, cool let's move over to the second team in the league right now City um, let me come to you Drake because um, obviously that segment was just Arsenal Liverpool that's cool um, so obviously City won 4-1 and do you think they now have the momentum to go on and win it. Fair enough, there might be six points behind Arsenal with a game in hand, but... I, I think like we were saying before, um, that in terms of their fixture list is going to be interesting. But again, they've got a big squad. So in my mind, they should be winning those games. Mm. Um, but moving forward, 
like I said before, I think it's more it's gonna it's gonna be more or less down to Arsenal whether they win or lose their games, and then Man City is just gonna be there. And if obviously if Arsenal lose their games and Man City win them, they're just gonna go above them, and I think they're just gonna continue because Haaland doesn't look like he's gonna stop scoring. He's scoring some wonder goals. Um, yeah, and in my mind, I think Arsenal will do it. Personally, mm. I, I've I've said it. I think I said it a few weeks back that that the way they're playing and the amount of goals that they're scoring and you can see the way that the team is playing together. Like that's more or less like a winning Premier League yeah. team. Do you know what I mean? In terms of, and, and they've got nothing else to focus on now. The they've, yeah. They've <laughs> just got a Premier League. Whereas Man City, they've got Champions League. And the FA Cup. Yeah. And in my mind, I think Pep would probably take a Champions League over um, a Prem title personally. Yeah. Um, if, if it means that, they won a Champions League and missed out on the Prem, then I think I think I think he'd take that. And especially if he lost the Prem to Arteta, I think he'd be like, okay, cool, that's my that's Yeah, exactly. My, that's, that's, my my, yeah that's, my, that's my prodigy. So you think um, he'll be like that, or do you think No, obviously he'll be disappointed, but like he rather I think he'd rather lose it to Arteta than lose it to Club. You don't think he'll be extra disappointed that the guy he taught everything not everything, but uh, if he won the Champions League, I think he'd just Yeah, exactly. Cool. But if he oh, lost okay. the Champions League and the league, then he'll be mm. he'll be pissed off. Mm. But Dre, for you What's the lesser evil as an as a United fan? Man City winning it, Arsenal winning it. Uh, Wait, uh, clarify as a London Arsenal fan. Yeah, uh, as a London United yeah, fan. Yeah, I, I've, I've personally I've always said it that um, whoever plays kind of the best football and um, wins the most amount of games needs to win the Premier minute. So uh, Arsenal, uh, Arsenal have played good football this season. Mm-hmm. They've scored a good amount of goals from a variety of different players so it's a real like team effort so I can't I can't, I can't knock Arsenal if they go on to win it and, and but, I wouldn't but, be sad but which oh, it wouldn't hurt you I think Man City prefer? or Arsenal it hurts who would you prefer I, I, bear, I, mind, I, bear in mind I, you're based in London yeah. <laughs> I, I probably I personally probably um, I'd prefer to see Arsenal win it than Man City Even, okay. just because of the Man United rivalry on a scale of 1 City. to 10 how much do you like Strava because no, he said this before that he'd prefer. I'm, I'm glad that he kept the same energy and how, said that he now, would. on the scale of one to ten, how much you like Strava? <laughs> people who register to go and ask him to win. Sam likes Arsenal, but I know he doesn't ask him to win just so that Strava can't win. No, I hope they do, and if they do, then they've deserved it, and they, and they've sh- they've shown that they've kept they've kept the momentum up. They've they've. Um, They've they've played some great football, and they've um, they've they've ground out the results when they needed to. When people thought they were going to drop points, they didn't drop points. And for instance, like even yesterday when um, they played Liverpool, I personally thought it would have been a draw before, and and I would have taken a draw for them because I think that they have to basically they've got to do what they need to do for the rest of their games. And if they they win the rest of their games. Then I think I think it's, it's in the bag. It is in Arsenal's hand. It's also in City's hands, though. It's, both, yeah, it's, it's both. literally both of their hands. Yeah. Whoever wins it deserves it. Yeah, yeah, hundred. Um, I think we, we can't speak about City without speaking about Haaland. So he's got thirty goals in forty-four games. Crazy. No, no, no. He's got thirty Premier League goals, forty-four in all competitions. Yeah, all competitions. yeah. And cool. if if Man City go to the final in the Champions League, FA Cup, and obviously. All the games in the Premier League, he's still got 17 more games to play. Wow. Crazy. So with 17 more games to play, currently on 44 goals, how many goals do you think he'll now get for the rest of the season? Minimum 50. 50, yes. I think mm. he, I think 17 games to go, I'd expect him to score 
maybe another 10 goals. Oof. Yeah, yeah, minimum. Shit. With some, somebody with like that has so much abundance in one part of their life must be massively lacking somewhere else in their life. I reckon you can't count to 10 or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, life is about, about balance and polarity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But even um, De Bruyne has um, recorded like, what, 14 assists this season, is it? Yeah. Yeah, so City's firing. Mm. Mm. But yeah. the thing with Haaland as well, that um, when he's obviously not scored, but then his tallies are still crazy because then he'll, he'll not score in one game, but then score three, yeah. four, five in, in another game. Okay, so... Yeah. So if he if he doesn't score any more goals for the rest of the season, is it a bad season? Of course not. That's what I'm saying. No so he can chill now. A bad season for him. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So he can chill now. But based on obviously people's expectations change. But if he doesn't score in these next next seventeen games, will people look at him differently? No, it depends how how City approach the game because City can play with or without Haaland. They've they've now shown us. Whereas before, I was wondering, how, is there too much of a reliance on Haaland? But yeah, they they've they've answered that question now. Like when Harlan they rested him so he could recover fully, and then Alvarez stepped up. And Alvarez has got seven for the season in the prem. I think mm. I can't remember if it's all competitions. No, I think it's seven in the in the prem. And this is just basically doing cameo performances. So they've got a goal scorer in him. Um, Grealish is now starting to step up, like De La Strada said. Um, I don't think. Um, no, nah, that you can, it would be an indictment on Haaland in any way, shape or form because it depends on how much your team needs you in that moment and I don't think they need him that much. Wait, what, what if he doesn't score any more goals for the rest of the season That's what I said. and they don't win the Premier League and they don't win the Champions League or if, they don't if, win anything? If they stop scoring, yeah, then then you're going to, then you're, then you're you'll scapegoat him. But, but I don't he scored think 44 goals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, he's, he's, mm. he's, is he not working? Has, has, he, yeah, has he not done his job? He, he, to me, he has. And that's why I say scapegoat because then I'm like, all right, so... Okay. Why? Why are you blaming Haaland for this? You've shown that you're competent without Haaland, so you, this isn't Haaland. Mm. He's done what he needs to do. Mm. So I think, irrespective, whatever happens, no matter the circumstances that get laid out, he's had a good season for me. So Pep, if you're listening, let him go on holiday early. <laughs> yeah, man, let him go, man. Cool. Um, moving on from from City, let's go move over to United, the red side of uh, Manchester. The rent pay inside. Yeah, yeah. The rent Hopefully, not for long when we um, wipe out all our debts. What because of um... <laughs> this is why this is why Bobby Wanday was was turning up to the podcast uninvited to to be. Like, <laughs> how, how can you agree that you're the red paying side for Manchester United? I know you're touching the air somewhere. No, no. Until we improve, man, you got you got to take Bro, you got to take the facts. It is what it is. Isn't it? You got to take the facts, and we're on we're on the right path, and we'll, we'll get back there. I'm, I'm certain we'll get back there. I don't think you will ever get back to not paying your rent. Sure? What with City? As yeah. long as City are there, as long as City are there, because mm. even you're gonna get. Um, they might, you know. I was gonna mm. say you're gonna get Wackwell, Wackwell money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. But, but the thing is, they've always had money to spend, like. But they've never had the infrastructure to spend it correctly. Exactly. So, and I think even obviously, Man City have been through that phase where they had no infrastructure of how to spend the money. Right. Now they've got a superior system to most clubs in the league. I think you lot are going to get the Saudi money in, mm, or, hopefully, or the Ratcliffe money in. Yeah, but it's still going to take a while for you to build that. Um, yeah, it will take time. Structure on how to do that as well. So you, you, I think you're going to be behind them for some time. Mm, it will, it will take time, but you know, I think, I think we're heading in the right direction, and you know, ch- sometimes change is good, and I think that's what we need. And uh, what's your, you see your views on top four? You felt that um, 
your fixture list to pile up and potential mm. injuries might hinder your ability to finish top three and you, you kind of counted yourself as being fourth position. Yeah, I still it, stick with that. You still, okay. Yeah, I still stick with fourth. Um, Even after the win, this... Um, yeah. Well, who, uh, who was it against? Two wins. It was two wins, yeah. We played Brentford, that was 1-0 at home. And then again, we played Everton, 2-0 at home. Um, but again, I'm not really dazzled by the lights because we're winning our home games. Like, that's not our problem. It's been our away games, like where we've been hit by Liverpool, hit by other teams. Our Seven. away form, our away form is bad. Um, that's what we need to sort out. And and a lot of the times when we play away, we sometimes we don't even um, we don't even get a goal, which is worrying. So that 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 that's that's where I think we need to improve. But speaking of goals, um, Marshall, like, well, Marshall's back in um, the goals, but more Rash Rashford. I'm, I'm that injury. Yeah. Um, yeah, the injury against Everton, I think he'll personally be out for at least a few games. Um, the one good thing I will say is that Weghurst was on the bench. I don't know whether that was because he, had, he was injured for the Brentford game, but I was happy that he was on the bench because um, I think I've said it before like many a times, he, he does, he's, he's not a striker. He doesn't get us goals and that's what he's put on the pitch to do. Even though he does the nitty bitty, in, a, in and around the box kind of stuff. Like, we need goals. Are you excited at the return of Martial? Yeah. I, I I still think he's our best finisher. But how long do you think Martial can hold out for? I'm hoping till the end of the season now, because obviously if Rashford's out, I'm hoping that he will come in and be the difference. But again, who if he's out, who's he going to put there? Is he going to put Wakehurst up top and then Martial on the wing where Rashford plays? You know, that's why I'm not really happy about it, because I'd prefer... Rashford and Martial and I think that's what Ten Hag was saying after the game that's what he wants to kind of bring back mm. but obviously with Rashford being injured I think it's a groin injury so we'll see it could be, it could be like a couple of games and well, then he Eric's might be back. back coming back as well did he come back in this game yeah, on, yeah he Eric came did. back yeah he came back against Everton and he, he did he did alright um, again he provides that um, creativity in the midfield which is good uh, but I can't complain with um, Sabitzer um, who was playing in that position. Um, he's been doing good. Um, it's just uh, another body that we can utilise in these next few games because we need everyone back. Um, obviously, FA Cup, Europa League, and still trying to get like a top four when, finish. When does um, Casemiro come back? Um, how many games is that now? Is it three? Yeah. I think it's after the next one. Yeah, I think not, it, Nottingham it, it, Forest it, it, is yeah, the last one because it was a four game ban. Yeah, the so FA, I think it's the the FA Cup counted, mm-hmm. and then he's had the two games. So he's had uh, three, Brett Brentford and Everton. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, 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 so there's one more game, game in it. So, so it's one back in Nottingham Forest game. No, I think he's because it's a four game in it. So it's after so that game. Brighton in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. So um, you're away to Tottenham after the Brighton game. Do you feel like that's a game you should be winning? Or do you think your away form is something that's going to... Must-win game, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. In terms of our away form, it's just not been good enough. Um, and that Tottenham game will be tricky for us. And I think I even said to... Um, I think it was Strives a few weeks back when he, we was going through fixtures. And, I said, and, and he asked me about the Newcastle game that we played before Brentford. And I actually said that we would, I thought we would lose that game. Mm. And we went on to lose it. Um, so I think United on the road um, a lot to be desired need to improve um, something that I think Ten's probably well aware of um, but again he, he, you know we're still fighting on all fronts in terms of competition so 
we just got to crack on with the prem, see how high we can get. But I think I think even in Ten's mind, he knows that the FA Cup and the Europa now is probably something that he he wants to push on and try and win as well. So I think he's I personally I think he, he wants he's trying to focus on everything. But I, I know in his mind those two competitions he would like us to progress at least to the final. So if, so for you that that will be your priority the Europa um, Europa League FA Cup. Then, yeah, because then your league position. If we can get the top four, then yeah, I think I think you know I think we can get I think we should be able to get top four. So yeah, I mean, Ten will always say that he, he wants to finish as high as possible in all competitions, mm-hmm. but we haven't got a good enough squad. Yeah, that's and we've said that before. And then obviously, when people are dropping out now, you know, it's going to be difficult. So it, it, you know, hopefully, FA Cup and um, Europa we get far again. Premier League. Our waveform is going to play a big factor, and fatigue and injuries. So we'll just see how we go. But I'm, I'm, I'm. I think I said at the beginning that I thought that we'd go on to the Europa final, FA Cup. Not too sure. Brighton will be tricky, but I'm sure we'll give it a good go. Um, in other news, your I'm hearing stories that Ten's had enough of Sancho and Anthony. What? Yeah, what? I don't know about those stories, but <laughs> in terms of, um, I, I can get the point about Sancho. Um, because obviously he's not living up to expectation. Yeah. Um, he played all right against Everton. Nothing like too special. But he played. He played. He played okay. He left two players on the floor at one stage, which I thought he needs to do more of. Um, Anthony. Yeah, that that story will be rubbish because obviously he's only just been bought in, and are he you, loves you Anthony. Happy-ish or like, what with happy, Anthony? Not happy, but are you. Do you feel like there's room for him to grow or do you feel like... Yeah, definitely. Like even in terms of the Everton game um, for both of them, I personally thought this was a good game to analyse both those players. Uh, Anthony should have scored, uh, had had multiple chances actually in that game to score and didn't. And I think even in his mind, he knew that he, he didn't do enough, that he was pissed when he got subbed off. Why, why was he not sitting on the bench? Why was he sitting on the stairs? No, I have no idea. Maybe, 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 maybe he was trying to reflect on all the, all yeah, the chances he missed. Off, he, he didn't go into the chairs, right? so he was just sitting on the stairs watching the game. Yeah, um, but I think um, he needs to again. He needs to be. He's at Man United. We're playing a Premier League game, or whoever we're playing. Like we need to be more clinical. Like Pickford had a good game for Everton. Um, like saved them so many times, but. Like we as a team need to be more clinical. Our home form's not been bad. We won like two nil. Should have been a lot more. Um, Sancho, in my mind, he's got one more season to, you're, to prove you're himself. Him a chance, yeah. I give him is, one. Is more, that because one, of the price tag or because I think both? Think? I think new manager and price tag and okay. like you know see if, what he what he can um, do for us. Um, still needs to do a lot more on the pitch for me. Uh, doesn't really doesn't really cause like teams like problems which is what he should be doing isn't it like that's why he's been brought in he's like, he, he should be like unlocking teams and then open up spaces elsewhere yeah. whereas I think like he's dispossessed a bit too easy sometimes I feel like I think it's like a lack of aggression yeah that, like, that, that, that especially rubs English fans the wrong way yeah like, for example when Jack Grealish ran back and made that challenge mm-hmm. on Trent the English fans went crazy over there. Yeah, yeah. So he just, I think they need that, that bit of bite. So so I think with Wakehorst, when you're not performing great, 
they still want to see that you're giving that more work. than an effort. Yeah, yeah, putting in hard work. And because you don't get that with Sancho, it's really hard to place him. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think value. we're trying to give him that opportunity now to um, uh, like keep playing, put him in the team. And then you're hoping that it's slowly going to build up and he's going to build momentum and like turn into like the player that we all saw at Borussia Dortmund. Mm. Um, but it's difficult. Like, you know, you've been at United, you know, you've got eyes watching you all the time. You've got a big price tag. You're still kind of young. You know, it, it probably is difficult. And then manager changes. Yeah, it? exactly. So it doesn't help. But I think I'm, ho- I'm hopeful one more season and then he should be able to do it. And I think if we acquire the right players um, in the right positions... Uh, in the summer that I think will help him out as well um, because especially like we need to like another at least another striker as well like because Weghurst I don't think will renew his loan I can't see that mm-hmm. no I don't see it either um, okay let's move on to Wolves versus Chelsea so Wolves won 1-0 Lampard returns after Potter being sacked so um, who are the winners of this second for Chelsea, if there are any, Chelsea are the losers, man. Brighton, are anyone? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brighton are up, man. Because wouldn't it be? I would have thought it'd have been more sensible because when you look at it after after that game yesterday, Chelsea are now they're closer to the bottom of the league, aren't they? Yeah, thirty nine. They're eleventh with thirty nine points. Yeah, so technically, there's no chance of them qualifying for top four. They may not finish in in Europe, so. This is that was potentially what they were facing with Potter, so you may as well have stuck with him. Yeah, this is I agree. This has been my gripe. Um, um, I've spoken to a number of Chelsea fans who still stand by being um, happy, happy yard that somebody replaced Potter because they just think like Potter lost the dressing room. They just felt like Potter was happy to be there. He wasn't really there to compete, so to speak, and he was one of those. Oh, at least we tried our best type of managers where. Um, I, I liken it like when you see Lampard go, go in there the only way I can try and make it make sense to me is like if Thierry Henry or one of our legends was, came back to the club like I'd find it hard to to throw shade at them but I do also say, I say that also saying that when um, Freddie Lundberg was our caretaker manager he wasn't he, he wasn't pulling up any trees for me um, and if he ever got brought, like if he was ever in a situation like Chelsea and he got brought back, I I don't think I would be happy. So I, I say, I try to compare legend, um, the whole legend thing, but I still don't think it's an acceptable, I don't think it's an acceptable appointment. It makes no sense. Lampard, mm. um, he had a decent season with Chelsea to begin with. Um, and then obviously he, he got some money thrown at him and then he was underwhelming, got replaced by Thomas Tuchel if I'm saying his name correctly, then he's gone to Everton, kept them up, um, um, survive relegation. Then he's put them back in a relegation battle. Yeah. And it looks like he's not going to, he's not going to stop his work until he puts Chelsea in a relegation battle. Mm. And I don't, I, I, agree. I, I don't actually understand why he was placed in there. Like, because mm. what happens now is if by some miracle, he wins the Champions League with Chelsea, I don't care what anyone says, you're going to give him more time. It's going it's to be the case of what happened with Di Matteo. He, he, you're going to be like well you've won us the Champions League and let's say he doesn't get relegated and let's say he strings a couple of wins together because like I said prior Chelsea are moments away from battering a team hmm. I said yeah well, before no, I don't know about now well yeah I mean that, <laughs> that Nunes goal from Wolves was geez, yeah. that, that, that was a sweet goal but yeah like, I still think they could potentially um, but yeah I still think no you know what like 
obviously Lampard is just dead to me in it. Like, mm, yeah, I, I agree. Did, um, what did he? He's, what did he do? What did he do tactics wise? Did he, oh, did he brought. Think he just went back to a four, to a back four instead of a back five, and then brought um, Abamian back in. <laughs> no, no, no. Abamian came on in, in the second half. Yeah, yeah. the last ten minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at that because I do think that they need a striker. And why yeah. not give it, give him yeah, a striker? Go. You need a striker. Play the striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I, and he's there getting paid what three fifty a week or something. So play him in it. Yeah, well, I'm not mad. At well, that. The one thing I disagree with you on on the Champions League is um, I think uh, Di Matteo was kept on kind of like more from the pressure of the fans. And you don't think the fans would put pressure on if no, not I this time? Think so. I think they've learned from they've their seen mistake. Him. They've seen what he's done. They've oh, learned okay. from the mistake. They've had Lampard there. So mm-hmm. I think, like I was saying to this to you on Saturday, was yeah, it? Saturday, yeah. That I think um, there's a very, probably a very, very clear agreement between Lampard and Chelsea that this doesn't go on past the end of the season. Irrespective of what they're... Irrespective mm-hmm. of whatever they you achieve. And I think this time the fans will be on board with that as well. And I think uh, as well... To just to disagree with what you were saying about Potter, um, I think Potter is a decent manager. I don't think he had the opportunity to show it at Chelsea because you can't uh, bring somebody in, n- not give them a preseason, and then chuck mm-hmm. what was it, like five hundred million pounds worth of players at him and say and then they've got overcrowded it. training ground, overcrowded training mm-hmm. ground. You've got to like send some players to go and train with the academy boys, and then um, on top of that, you've got the pressure of them losing and a new leadership at the club for me that that job was an undoable job that's why I don't think he should have gone in the first place mm. but um now that they've sacked him I think they had to but not because Chelsea on the pitch were embarrassing the club they, they were playing terribly but it was it was very bad and I mm. think one thing you can do they can tolerate uh, the results but they can't tolerate the lack of respect being shown to him if the reports are true about yeah. how the f- uh, players were taking Potter they can't tolerate that being out there publicly and they can't tolerate the embarrassing performances as well because mm-hmm. not only were they losing they were playing poorly yeah. they were playing so I think but the, the thing about, became untenable the thing about the, perf- the performances w- were not that bad they just weren't able to score so I the what, last what was the last game before before Liverpool Aston Villa yeah Villa so again Villa I think they they had a lot. Of ch- they created a lot of chances, just couldn't score. So performances were good, but when I watched um, Chelsea against Wolves under Lampard, performance wasn't good, mm. and they couldn't mm. and they couldn't get a goal. Mm. And as Strauss kept on saying, I felt like it was only a matter of time before Potter just got it. So if you didn't have a plan to replace him with a long term mm. manager in your current position, there's no point in sacking. Potter because you, you sacked Potter and you left his backroom staff in charge. Yeah, but not not Potter for Lampard anyway. That yeah, and then, yeah, and so then bring I, Lampard. I, so I, it's like I didn't get why they just didn't leave Bruno. That's what I'm saying. That's what I didn't get because I don't know why is Lampard more qualified than Bruno to lead. Technically, he, he is more qualified because Bruno's this he's never managed before. But the thing is that Lampard is that he's managed that clubs prematurely without any, yeah, but he, any real accolades. But he's got more managerial experience than Bruno. But I would have mm. thought you know what, just leave Potter there. Mm. End of the season. Okay, cool. It didn't work out. I would have probably done the same, mm. but, but I get why Chelsea sacked him. Yeah. Because again, if for example you've got loads of players who are like, you can see that the players don't respect him. Yeah. Not to say that I can mm-hmm. see that, but let's just say this is what the case yeah. is. But why would you keep that at the club? Because at the end of the day, everybody has to come and work here. And if the work environment isn't productive for the mm-hmm. club going forward, yeah. so a change has to be made. Yeah. Sometimes it's just easier to sack the manager than it is to yeah. 
move players to go and train with the academy and do all of those yeah. things. Yeah. The I thing is that, like we said, isn't it? It's just um, in terms of uh, the interim. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what, what they did was... Okay, you get rid of Potter, that's fine. Yeah. But then you brought in Lampard. Mm. Whereas, like, I think I was preaching from the beginning, they should get someone like Benitez. Just steady that ship. Yeah, Probably got the experience, enough experience, even in, like, the Champions League and stuff like that. Probably even, like, go on and try and win it. Because in my mind, Lampard is never winning the Champions League. I don't care if Di Matteo won it. Lampard is not winning the Champions League. I, I, Especially you're playing against Real Madrid. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Benzema's going high. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I just that feel like that tomorrow? appointment was weird. Yeah. It's tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow, Wednesday. Great, 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 great. Yeah. So it's just weird how you sack that, um, someone like Potter and then you bring in Lampard because for me, that's almost like a, a like for like. But yeah, it was, it was fitting that Matthias Nunes scores that goal because that's somebody who I think Liverpool should have signed yeah, when they had the opportunity. Mm, yeah. But great goal, great player. Apparently, there's some kind of like clause where they, somebody can take him from Wolves. I've seen it, a lot of things about that. I don't understand don't know how but, true. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand why that would be the case, but yeah, that's what I've been hearing reports on. Cool. All right, we'll see how Lampard gets on, but no, I, I don't think it's going to be any better than Potter. We know he's going to get on. Bro. So, so the question I was at the beginning, so the, in terms of this managerial appointment, there's no winners, not even Lampard. Potentially. No, Brighton, definitely Brighton. Aside from Brighton. Oh, okay. Lampard could, could potentially be a winner. Because yeah. he, yeah. he's, he's been given an, an, an another chance, like another lifeline to, mm. no, to restore his... Um, another undeserved chance. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, 100%. So Lampard, yeah, answering the question, Lampard has to be considered a winner in this, but that's it, man. I mean, Potter, I'm sure he got compensation. Yeah. Cool, so will do. Just, that's a win, man. The win's a win, bro. <laughs> but... Speaking apart, where do you think he could go next? As in, he could have gone to Leicester, but I think he turned them, them down. Yeah, I think one or two that he didn't want to be in a, in a um, relegation battle. Fight. But I think if they stayed up, I think he might go. It will. He might go to them. Yeah, because if they um, still want him, would, I he, think, would he have done all right at a place like Tottenham? N- not, not now, not currently. Again, because I think every yeah. time he goes to a club where there's uncertainty, yeah, it's not a good thing. He needs to go to a club with stability, and I think that that's exactly what Brighton mm. was for him. So. Um, if Leicester commit to buying players because they didn't buy anyone last season, yeah, that's from, right. Was it weird? Woot fast. It should do. But if they commit to buying players and they have some kind of stability next season, I think it'll be a decent place to go. Because personally, I think he Brighton were that level, and he didn't prove himself at Brighton because he didn't finish the job that he'd started. So he needs to go to a place where he can start a job and finish it, and then show the top six clubs or top four clubs that this is what I've done. This is my body of work. Now let me go and do that there. Mm. Um, I'm going to move over to the um, Spurs-Brighton game. But before I do that, that's speaking on, it's still sort of linked with Potter. Um, do you guys notice that um, the Brighton manager and the Spurs manager had yeah. a little tiff before the game? Basically, De Zerbi, I think the Tottenham manager must have said something saying, De Zerbi is just basically, this is Potter's team. So Deserve is not really doing much in it. So Deserve is like, listen, rude boy, this is my team. So do you think Deserve has, do you think this is still Potter's team? No, because I think Potter wasn't, you see that like even um, Matoma, that's kind of just um, just doing his thing on the mm. scene. I don't feel like he was like, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was not Potter's go-to. No. He was like he, coming he, on for the last 20 no, minutes, what, 15. Was he not on loan under Potter? But I think this season he had. This is his first full yeah, season so for Brighton. Oh, okay, but well, as a player? No, no, no. He's been at the club, but he was and on loan. He, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so he. I, I, I also think that Potter's not 
responsible for loads of the signings as well at the team. Yeah, so but I, I can't say that he's just deploying the talent. Yeah, I can't say that he's a Potter player. I think so. Um, what is a part of, yeah? What is a part of player there? No, I'm saying that, yeah, I can't say he's like Potter takes responsibility oh, okay. for. But I, I, I can't. Say, I'm saying he doesn't because yeah, I'm saying, he, I don't think he yeah, does because I don't think he was like he didn't he didn't know the gem that he had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hence why they were bro, they weren't scoring that no, many but, goals. When you say that's on my time when you say he didn't know the gem. Sometimes it's it's just about timing. Yeah. If he didn't have those loan periods before this season. Mm. This might not be his season. And I, d- I don't think he'd have done his dissertation at that point. Jubilee <laughs> 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 dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but, but I mean, you can tell, I think obviously Potter's Brighton was good. Like I'm not going to rain on his parade in that regard, but I think the, the notable difference is their intent in in goal and how purposeful mm. they are about attack, attacking. And I think that is a direct, there is direct correlation between that aspect and um, Desabi. Yes, but... I think the raw ingredients of that team are Graham Potter's team. Yeah, that's why so I, I think, can't, so can't, can't rain on his parade for that. I can't yeah. disagree with what the to- Tottenham caretaker is saying. And I think they've probably got beef, beef from, from Italy. Italy yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but a lot of players, they also have to go to the set because... No, bear no, mind, 100%, 100%. I don't know if he signed any players in January. He's nah. just trying to keep his players. Nah. Yeah, no, exactly. So he, he, this is the same Potter team. Yeah. And but they're scoring goals, not saying for fun, but they... They're scoring goals, whereas Potter was struggling with the same set of players to score goals. But two things can be true. This can be Potter's team and De Zerbi could have come and improved it. Yeah, yeah. no, that's so what I, I say. He the, just, the guy's he, just being a hater. Yeah, yeah, but, just giving credit, isn't it? But it's also true. It's like, for example, what they're saying about Vieira and Hodgson. Yeah. It, it's true, but it doesn't take away from what, What's what Potter did What's or what De yeah. Zerbi's doing. Um, yeah, so that's on the, the Spurs, Spurs-Brighton game. Obviously, Spurs won 2-1. Um, I, I think the main talking point is just... VAR. So let's just go through the three incidents where VAR ruled it out. Um, so the first one was Matoma's goal. Do we think VAR was correct to rule that one out? Piss take, if you ask me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the, the ball, the ball's come through. It's on, it's on his chest. I, I thought it was they were looking for offside when they said handball. I was thinking, what? It's clear. I was thinking this is ridiculous. Like that's that's out of order. And then when he actually got ruled overruled against him, I was like. Is there an agenda against Brighton? You know, I've come out here and I said there's an agenda against Arsenal. I, I was like, is there an agenda against Brighton? It, it, that game there was crazy, bro. So, on that, are you, are you now seeing that there isn't an agenda against Arsenal? Is this that some <laughs> incompetence? Some things right. just go against some clubs. No, it, but you know what? I, I did say as well. I was like, you lot keep on getting the violins out, yeah. But I said, watch this. When it start affecting affecting other clubs, yeah. Don't start talking. Don't start moaning. Bro, I'm, I'm, we've been saying it's been affecting other clubs. No, but, but not, as, just not, as, not, not as much this, as it was as maybe, affecting. Maybe this season, but I'm saying those decisions have been affecting other clubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, but, for thingy, man. but you know what it is? It's in games like the one against Tottenham. Like, that's too that, important, man. This is, thank you. It's too important. Like, too important. Like, you can't have such blunders and an apology post game is not good enough, not good like, enough. they have to find that's got to be somebody's head first of all it's got to be somebody's head then you got to look for compensation because if uh, Brighton miss out on the Champions League spot based on XYZ bro this is a claim this is financial gains you've taken away from our club because of your incompetence yeah. yep. it has to, it has to be paid for it has to be paid for mm. it's but ridiculous do you, do you think once would have been okay cool it's fine we yes. can do it but then then we have two other incidents. The second incident is um, Warbeck shot, deflected off McAllister, goes in slightly. I don't know if it hit his hand or whatever. I think it hit his elbow. Elbow. Yeah, but I think what it was, because that one there, 
I think that's harsh as well, but I think McAllister's elbow, like his arms are by his side and then it's like he's lifted his arm to his chest as if like to, to, protect, to him. protect himself. Yeah. And it's hit his uh, forearm, I think. But brushed, not even, he's brushed it. He's brushed it. But I don't even feel like that has um, changed the course or the, the direction of the ball to the point, yeah, where it, it, it's meaningful. Like that was a goal in my in my opinion, like. That was a goal, but but if I'm gonna be technical, that's probably that's the one where you're like, no, you you take yeah. a piss, but a you, can let, you can let that one maybe go. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So so right now we're saying one one VAR. One one, yeah, one one. V- but I still think it's t- tough, yeah. harsh, yeah. but yeah, it's just been consistent. In yeah, the, the mm-hmm. league so far, so I can, I yeah. can let that cool. one go. exactly. So so, one, one. We, so we go to the final one. Um, the penalty this time. Hang on, was it two one? When this happened, yeah, it was no. two one. Was it when it won one? Or oh, you went the last one? Yeah, the last okay, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's two one. Um, Brighton are pushing for the goal, and then Mitoma gets fouled by Hoiberg. Penalty or no penalty? Hundred percent penalty. penalty. One billion percent penalty. Yeah. It's an abomination, bro. Bro, if that holding one is a penalty, bro, thank you. Yeah, I don't even know clear. what you call this one, bro. Yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's on, penalty, exponential penalty, bro. bro. I couldn't believe it. Like, I, cu- I couldn't believe it. I, it was, the robbery was... Anyway, man, VAR, man. Some, but but it, again, yeah, like, heads need to roll, bro, because, like, you've brought in VAR at the behest of teams and fans. Mm-hmm. I, I think at the end of... I can't, maybe was it, like, 14 out of 20 teams said okay to VAR? I can't remember. So, but but if it was that and there are teams that don't want it, you've, you're just proving to them why. Why because they don't want it, yeah. What's the point? The whole point of a VAR is that you have a video assistant referee to kind of, like, draw black and white lines on some of the things that are grey areas. Mm-hmm. You've just made it even more grey. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like, it's stupid. You've mm. just given more opportunity for human error when the, before it was just, I can live with a referee making the wrong decision yeah. and like it burning me. Yeah. But when you review it and you've got the video glaringly right there, obvious. glaringly obvious, like you've got 50 different angles of it hitting somebody's chest instead of their arm. Yeah. For you to get that wrong, it's got to be some kind of financial compensation. But I said, but I said it before, didn't I? I've said it, that VAR, that person, the ref that they have on the VAR, it can't just be one person. It needs to be at least two. Then they can both have to say yes or no. Isn't it a couple of people? They have to both say, but they, they no, both no, it's disagree. Just, I think it's just one ref. It's a couple of people. people sitting down. Yeah, it's a couple of people to do, to do the lines. The technical lines are done yeah, yeah, by okay, the technical okay. people. But I think the actual ref, there's yeah. one ref there viewing it. That's what I'm saying. If one said yes and one said no. Then what happens? Then you've got a referee who has the final say, who goes and mm-hmm. reviews it on the screen. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they both sit in there and say yes, yes, then you know it's perfect. If one says yes, no then the ref goes and look okay it's not a perfect system but it allows three different three opinions like three judges you know it 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 could make people's life a lot easier as well because like we said like they're making could just, could just wrong be a decisions longer, could just be a longer yeah. process and still get it wrong though i think that's what the mm. what after after three people look at it yeah, yeah. i mean it's potentially essentially i think the best I think the, the best solution is get AI involved, bruv. Because all this is no, human error. One, AI, what, what, AI will be determine whether it hit his hand or hit it, his it chest. It'll just be programmed to make mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's still a person's yeah, input. The, the, yeah. input yeah. Unless like there's sensors on the body yeah, where, the you went, yeah. where it touches on the body. But it's just going to be, again, it's just made more extravagant ways of making mistakes. Mm. But if, if you're a deserver, yeah, if, if you're not getting your points back, 
like, do you care what happens next to the to the um, to the um, VAR no, assistant? No, no, no. Exactly. So, so no, no, what, no, what, what, what can you do in retrospect to that? At least rescind my red card, bro, because he got a red card as well. Bro. Mm. Does that be and yeah. the other guy? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they both got sent to the stands, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the least they could do. Rescind the, the red card, but. Yeah, but what's that? You, they don't care about a red card. It's the points, isn't it? They're, yeah, like just, we said, like, like, okay, okay, but, but that impacts. Yeah, they might impact the next games. Yeah, because they got Man United. Yeah, and got, he's not going to be on the bench. Mm, right? No, they ain't got Brian. They got Man United twice. Yeah, yeah, true. It's going to have impact. But then, well, we could all say that. Look at Arsenal, Brentford. Like, if we don't get those, if yeah. you know, those two points dropped, that could cost us the. Title. But that's what I'm saying, though, bro. If you had two two refs in there. And then you've got a, you've you've literally got three people say then. I think the more refs you put in, the worse it gets. Because yeah. there used to be five refs in Euro- European games with the guys on the sidelines when they used to look for the penalties and encroachment and all that kind of shit. Mm. It's 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 a mess, man. And I think when the who's it? What's the body that does the rules for? F- oh, it's the P. No, that's the referee body, PGM OL. Oh, yeah. But there's another body that does the rules anyway. There needs to be footballers involved in that, bro. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. like, even with the PGMO, there needs to be footballers involved because, like you said, with the referee that um, uh, elbowed Robertson, yeah. like, if a footballer is there, like, you can tell that when there's malice involved sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I don't think there was any malice from the referee, like, shrugging him off and nearly elbowing Robbo in the chin. Mm. But now he, as Della said, like, he has an understanding that sometimes it can look like that even though there's no intention or no malice, yeah, the thing yeah. is like that it's it can true. look violent. Yeah. But a footballer can tell that. Yeah. But a referee can't always tell that because mm. sometimes they want to be black and white, but then mm. sometimes they want to operate. The thing is, no situation will ever be black and white. No, that's no, that's no, the no, problem, no. isn't it? Even in football. That's the beauty of the game, isn't it? And mm. I think that's what non Jerry's but that's why it's good to have a footballer there so they can be like, okay, nah, he 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 jumped with his arms, but that's not an elbow. He needs to jump to... For momentum or for protection, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. But yeah. Mm. yeah. On the subject of referees, I just thought about it. The um, the referee that thingy elbowed... Yeah. Robert Robertson, Robertson yeah. He's, an, he's the assistant referee. Yeah. Yeah. So why, Robert, why is he even, even approaching the assistant referee for what? I think what he, does he assistant was, to do? He was on I his side decisions, with the yeah, yeah. So yeah. Just decisions during the yeah, game. Yeah, but as the assistant referee, nothing's on... It's the referees and the linesmen. I have no say in it, right? No, no. Some, some, so like for, if it's a foul, foul and you flag... No, he, was no, no, he, he wasn't was the linesman. He was, he was. He was. He was a linesman. Yeah, he was a linesman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, he was yeah. a linesman. Oh, yeah, he was a linesman. Robo's side. Oh, no, no. Fourth assistant. Yeah, he was Why are you troubling the fourth assistant? No, no, no. That elbow, I thought that elbow was intentional, bro. I don't think No, no, I think it's... I don't think Man. Yeah, but why is your why is your angle? Like, got to be like, but yeah. why are you touching me? For? Yeah, but then the, 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 it's like his elbow went up, like he tried to flag it. Yeah, so it's like when you when you've got a Greek linesman or, or from ends, that's fiery, what happens. Yeah. Fiery <laughs> Do you know what I think it is? Like you know that like, some people can't scrap. Like sometimes when you play fight with your girl, bro. And then she like chins you, <laughs> and then she goes, yeah, yeah, takes it way too far. She's never uh, got no experience fighting. It might just be that, man. But yeah, cool. Um, so we've talked about the top six. Top six games. I was going to talk about the relegation battle, but I don't know whether most people have been following people Please at the bottom or whatever. Down, but I'm Take just going to go, go around the table. Just everyone's prediction of who will, who they think will be relegated. I'll start since since everyone's got their phone out because everyone's looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right now the bottom three are Nottingham Forest, Leicester and Southampton. Southampton has 23 points, Leicester 25 Nottingham Forest and Everton 27, Leeds 29, Bournemouth 30, West Ham 30, Wolves 31, Chelsea 33. No, no, no Palace, Palace 33, Chelsea 39. I think we can confidently say Chelsea are avoiding relegation. Yeah. 
So I will say based on, I think Southampton are definitely gone. Leicester, you know what? I'll leave it as it is actually. I think Forest, Leicester and Southampton. I, I think it will stay as is, but I'm hoping for um, Nottingham Forest to stay and another big team to go down because I Who? feel like the Premier I'll choose Everton going down, you know, because they've been very rubbish, bro. There's a period where they got loads <laughs> of money from uh, more money than some of these clubs that have been promoted can dream of and they've mismanaged it. Yeah, they've had loads of these different managers. They pay for Hammers Rodriguez paying exorbitant wages, whatever. Or in Ancelotti. Sometimes you should just know your level. Exactly. So now they're 17th, bro. And I think it's uh, indicative of the poor club management. So I'd like somebody, maybe, maybe not Leeds because they're new to this thing, but I'd like maybe West Ham or Everton to join Oof, that pack as West well, Ham. man. Okay. I, just a bit of a shuffle. Okay, let, let me let me change that. So, okay, we're going to do who we think we're going to go down and okay. who we want to go down. Okay, so yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. said who you want to go down. So yeah, I think the three who are currently at the bottom are going to go down, but I want West Ham and uh, Everton to join that. And I want, um, I'll let Leicester and Nottingham Forest have a season off. Mm. I like Nottingham Forest this day. Mm. Um, Dre? I think it'll be, it's tough, but I think it'll be Everton, Leicester and Sutton and Southampton. And who would you like to go down? Mm, that's a tough one. I would keep Leeds because I think they're a bit entertaining at yeah. times. Bournemouth. Mm, I think Bournemouth to go down. And how many more? Do, do, do we do more than three. one team? No, yeah. yeah. You're free that you're, you you're want free. to go down. You, yeah. yeah, so be, yeah. So instead of Everton, it'd be Bournemouth, Bournemouth, Leicester and Sutton. Okay. Cool. Strives. Yeah, I think Southampton's going down. I think I think Leeds is going to go down. You think? Yeah. I think, I think Leeds is going down. And then I think Forest. I feel like Everton's going to be safe. I think Forest is. I think it's going to be Forest, Leeds and Southampton. Forest. I think Leicester's going to, I think Leicester's going to have enough about them to stay, stay up. I think mm. Um, West Ham will have enough about them to stay up. I think Bournemouth, I called it earlier, I think Bournemouth is going to recover, I think. Um, and yeah, I think Everton is going to, I think I think they're in good hands with, with Dash. Yeah. Just to it's, update you or let you know, um, Leicester got news. play, no, no. Leicester got to play Man City, they've got to play Liverpool Ooh. and um, they've got to play Newcastle yeah. from the top six. And in terms of the relegation battle teams, they've got to play Wolves, Everton, Leeds, and West Ham. Yeah, so I, I think they're so, gone. Yeah, so and because they haven't got a manager as well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. so I think yeah, unless let's do something magical. Yeah, it's gonna be like you. I think it's gonna happen. You know, like the last day of the season. You know, yeah, where yeah. a goal goes in, someone jumps up out of it, then another goal goes yeah. in, they go back in. That's no, what's well, gonna end no, up I said, like. I said, I said Leeds, isn't it? I said yeah. Southampton, Leeds, and um, did I say Forest? That's who you think's going down? Yeah, I think I said. I think I said Leeds. I think Leeds is gonna go down. Yeah, Leeds. Did I say Leicester? I said Southampton. You think Leeds. you said Leicester might might stay? Yeah, I think Leicester might stay. But now, having heard the fixtures, they could go. Mm. Who do you, who do you think is going to go? In no, here? actually, you know what? I think they're going to surprise a couple of teams. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think Leicester's going to. I think Leicester's going to pull might a couple of results. I'm it, hoping it, it's hoping that's it. That's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's how you change yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who, who do you want to go? Oh, well, it's time to go down, man. Let, yeah. them, get, let them go down and fight out with Millwall. Yeah, I feel that shock. Let them fight out of Millwall. 
uh, other than them, I don't really care who who, who else goes down. Okay. You know, I just it's just purely just to see that that beef, <laughs> that Millwall and West Ham beef. I want them to go down. Millwall how mad would it be? If Fli- well. Yeah, they're doing all right in the championship. I was gonna say, how mad would it be if Chelsea went, went like? That's went what I was down. gonna say. That's who I yeah. want to go down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see, oh, I'd love to see Chelsea yeah, versus Millwall. Like, Lampard. <laughs> if you could, yeah. If 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 it was could extend to Chelsea, of course, bruv. If they could go down, and then, then we'd have to we'd have to get Kwesi back on the podcast. <laughs> Um, cool. Um, so cool. As usual, let's let's end it with our our back pages. So this is where we um we shine some light on players, managers, and teams across Europe mm. that we want to um, give some praises to. Who should I start with first? Uh, I'm happy to go. Go on, Jerry. Yeah. Um. I I didn't really have a football packed weekend. I was really busy. But um, mine is Ramsdale. Um. I think he's been overlooked by. England for way too long now he's had a great season he should have at least had one uh, performance over the last few England games and his exploits kept Arsenal in the title race for me Um, he's a brilliant performer and dope saves man again it's just I think when he got relegated with Bournemouth he came back in with Sheffield United and I think Arteta signed him. There's a lot of questions being asked and he's definitely like earned his keep and showing his value. So, yeah. But you know, everywhere he's, everywhere he's played, he's been player of the season. Yeah. So, yeah, despite yeah, the team getting ready. And I don't know if you remember when he first came for Bournemouth as well, he came in a spectacular form and I think he was like 19 at the time or something like that. He was very young, but he was okay. just exceptional at the time as well. Cool. Dre, anyone, any, anybody about United? Nah, it won't be United. It'll be uh, I got to give it to Roy, Roy Hodgson. Hodgson. Um just because the amount of goals that Palace scored um, against Leeds came under scrutiny as well. Yeah, after they took over Vieira's job. Yeah, exactly. Bit. And even I was one of the people saying oh, I didn't understand it. But mm. yeah, um, to be fair. Um, but maybe this, sometimes that's what you need. You need a little bit of experience just to get you to that to that end. Familiarity. Yeah. Um, and and Palace just seemed like a different team like for a team that apparently could only like score like so many goals it was like how many goals did they last score was it like seven goals or something I saw, so many games? I saw an infographic where it said Vieira scored seven goals in 15 games yeah something crazy like that and um, Hudson's already got seven goals <laughs> yeah exactly so it was, it was, that's, that's what it was yeah, yeah you, you need to give him you need to give um, Roy credit for that and what is um, he the oldest every game he plays is the oldest manager yeah he's like seven, 75 plus or something yeah, isn't yeah. it in, like, yeah so you got you got to give it to him um, Palace looked like the normal Palace and obviously they didn't even have Zaha as well and they're, they're like showing that they don't really need Zaha when when he's out they can go on and score goals um, I know it was Leeds but again they scored five goals so I've got to give it to Roy Cool Strives Yeah um, I was deliberating I'm, I was definitely going to give it to um, someone in the Liverpool team yeah just because yeah that was the, the major game that I watched I think I'm going to give it to Konate I was thinking about giving it to Trent because I just liked his turnaround and I feel like he's had a lot of stick on the podcast pause but um <laughs> And yeah, I think I'm giving it to Kanate. The guy was a destroyer, man. Like he, he literally, he was everywhere on the pitch, like just barging, henching people off the ball, stopping attacks. It's like there was a point here where he's like, "Look, Trent, just get out of the way, man. Let me deal with Martinelli at one point." And yeah, the, uh, he was. I think he was. He was what epitomised Liverpool's fight fight back. Like the guy had courage. The guy was tenacious. 
the guy was um, competent. Um, yeah, I think he's. Um, I think without him, Liverpool go on to to lose that game by three, three or three or four goals, maybe. Um, I think he was the difference, him and Trent. But I'm going to say more more Canate. You, Dilla. Cool. Um, this one might be a bit. It's not controversial, but um, so my my back page is going to go to a a footballer that took matters in his own hands after. Um, Another opposition player said a few personal things to him. Yes. So um, after losing the game 3-2 or during the game, I think um, Federico Valverde, someone's mentioned a few things about his wife having a miscarriage. But by Ina. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's disgusting. Say that, yeah, meet me me in the car park. I don't think he even said that. He did a box him and banged him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so for me, yeah. Yeah, No no need for that. Yeah, that's, that's my back pages. But on that, if I do, if I'm a footballer, and I do something outside the pitch, can I get banned on the pitch? Yeah, yeah, you can. I, I, think, I, can. I think, is, I think is, that, is that is that fair? Yeah, but my yeah. personal life. Well, well then, so, yeah. then that would be the same argument for those R cases. Oh yeah, but you don't get banned by the Premier League. Yeah, your club sack you, and yeah, your a, club does, but no, no, the Premier League doesn't officially like oh, do anything. Oh, what was it? The um, the league or the, the league that has sanctioned Valverde? No, no, nothing's happened. So I think someone's asking matter. if they can. Oh, okay, but they can. I think they can if yeah. they wanted to. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, I'm saying like gross misconduct mm. and it with your contract and some stuff and like that. And if you've got like the the PFA card, mm. then yeah, they can. They can revoke that as well, isn't it? Yeah, but sometimes certain things have to be done. And it? I think, yeah. remember the, what was it, the, um, what's the like, guy that used to play for West Bromwich Albion? His um, son passed away and he failed a drug test for cocaine. Oh, yeah, I remember. And they, the Latin Jake, guy. Jake Livermore. Jake Livermore, yeah, yeah. I think they gave him a blight because of the yeah. circumstances. So I think that would be a similar kind of thing as well. Yeah, but yeah, it's nuts. Um, anyway, guys, we've come to the end of the podcast. Um, as I said at the beginning, you can find us on all major platforms. Spotify, Apple, um, Amazon Music, Acast, YouTube, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts as well. Google yeah. Podcasts. Everywhere, everywhere, man. Yeah, we're everywhere. So yeah, that's us for today. We'll be back again next week. Thank you for listening. Yep.